Good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is Marco, and it's so good to be here. If we haven't met, and I know I haven't met most of you. Yeah, it's Marco, just like Marco Polo. So just get that out of the way. Um, a Lambert is the last name. Uh, thanks, Devin, for the introduction. Um, that last name gives you no clue as to where I'm from originally, but you might notice the southern accents a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, deep south, like keep going south, South America. I'm from Brazil originally, and that picture that we had of my family is us on vacation there, so that's my vacation story. We were there just a month ago. We're kind of um, spread thin this morning. My wife and the little guy, they are visiting a church that is led by a good friend of mine that is actually closing its doors this week. So kind of a sad story there, but she's there representing the family and celebrating. And my 11-year-old, she just turned 11 two days ago. We're going to have a pool party today. Anyway, she's serving a life church where we've been serving for the last nine years. And... Um, if you've served here at VBS, uh, they may look familiar to you. Um, that's how I came to get to know Life, uh, Infused Church. Life Church may just come out a couple of times. So, if you, <laughs> so used to this. Anyway, um, we attended VBS here, which is a Vacation Bible School, the program for kids. A lot of you were involved in that. Uh, that was our first contact with Infused Church. And it was such a great first experience. And every experience that came after that was just as great. We came last week, met some of you. And uh, it is so good to see what God is doing here in this community. And uh, through you guys, in you guys, and, and, and through you guys impacting not only the Tiffin and the greater corridor community, but also Haiti and into all the world. So praise God for that. It is a Pleasure to be here um, as we attended VBS. Afterwards, we're hanging out and having ice cream uh, out there. And this guy starts a conversation with me. Turns out it was Pastor Taylor. I didn't know at the time. And uh, as we get talking, you might not be surprised that that led to a coffee uh, get-together invitation. You might have had one of those too. And in talking to him and sharing a little bit of our story, he... I extended this invitation for me to be here, and it's such an honor, such a pleasure to be here. So I hope that Pastor Taylor is taking uh, a good rest and in, 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 in renewing, and in, in we appreciate. Thank you, Pastor Taylor, if you see this, for this, for this privilege. Anyway, um, I want to uh, get into what I came to talk about this morning here. You know that we are going through this uh, four-week series called Beneath the Surface. If you've been coming, you remember that two weeks ago, Pastor Mike Carmoody, I hope I'm saying his name right, he shared about faith and how faith is uh, crucial and, and how our thoughts lead to actions and actions to habits and those lead to character and character to destiny. So that was a great message I got to see online. Last week, we came and visited, and Pastor Eric Voss, I believe uh, his name is, he shared about stigmas and hurts and how uh, habits and hangups tend to hold us back from what God is doing. There's so many ways to talk about uh, what is beneath the surface and what might be holding us back. I was thinking about talking about 
hurts and, and hang-ups, and, but since Pastor Eric did such a great job with that, I decided to take a different approach a little bit, and I want to talk about um, God's will for us. This <clears throat> can be quite a daunting topic and, 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 and an interesting topic if you are like me, like, God, what is it that you have in mind for us? And I do believe that although up on the surface, this may take a variety of different shapes and forms, and it can have a, a lot of different expressions, I believe that beneath the surface, there's kind of a core that is basically shared by all of us. God has some plans, some design for us as individuals and as a community that we all share. And this is kind of what we're going to be talking about today. Sound good? I hope so. <laughs> well, you know, in talking about God's will, I'm reminded of um, some my years back in Bible school when I was just a young guy, single, back in Brazil. Um, and we had kind of this hunger. We, we wanted to know. There was a lot of prayer a lot of seeking God to discover, God, what is your will for my life? There was a lot of, God, who is it that I'm going to marry? That was kind of a big one. Uh, all these single guys and gals, God, is it, every, everyone you met, God, is it this person? God, is it this person? Um, where is it that I'm going to live? I was talking to Devin uh, before the service, and we were talking about how this is a young community. And maybe you were faced with an opportunity to move here, and you were like, Ugh, God, is that what you want for me to move to Iowa? I remember we were in Salt Lake City, uh, which itself was, God, you want me to go to Utah? Really? That is that, uh, I don't know, but God gave us peace to go there. My wife was working there as a scientist at the university there, and then she got recruited to the university here. God, is that what you want for us? Um, and I believe that God does have uh, a plan, a design. He, he, knows, he knows everything that's going to go on, right? And it is good that we seek him and say, God, how can you make this opportunity something that you will uh, we use for your glory, that you help me flourish, that you help me serve and plant and flourish wherever I am? He does have specific designs and specific plans for each of us. But that's not quite what I want to talk about um, today. That's, 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 that's a, 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 a topic for another service. Um, I, I believe that you may have experienced kind of guidance uh, at some point in which you felt compelled to go up to somebody and encourage them or, or to give to a cause, and, and those were blessed by your generosity. But that's not the type of guidance that I want to address today. I'm going to talk about this more general, more shared, more overarching design that God has for all of us. And that's uh, basically that we belong, believe, and become. God wants for you to belong, to believe, and to become. God wants for us as a community to belong, believe, and become. Let's get into that a little bit. 
Um, I was reading the New York Times this morning. I like to, you know, scroll through, and uh, there was an article in it. Uh, let me say the actual words that was talking about how important it is that we live in community. Uh, it said, fun is more fun when others are involved. I think you can agree with that. I know I am an extrovert and I thrive in being in a group, in, in, in having friends, in doing things together. Maybe you're an introvert like my wife and can enjoy that, but also enjoy some time off if this is how you recharge. But uh, you may agree with me that having things like Big Sunday, is that what we call? Coming up or, or, or being here in community, you can find the value that is in that. It is so important that we live that design that God has for us. God has designed you and me to be in community. That's always been the case. Remember from Bible school, from, not Bible school, from, from kids' church, if you grew up in the church, you learned the story of Adam and Eve. God created Adam, and what did he say to him? It's not good for you to be disconnected. It's not good for you to be alone. His plan for us is that we be connected, that we be in community. His plan for everybody, talking about God's will for us, is that we belong. Um, by the way, this, uh, I just want to give a shout out to Gina. Doesn't this look good? I am so appreciative. Gina, I sent her some, some images because I'm a visual learner and I kind of like um, to enhance the message with, with visuals. And she went above and beyond. She created this. She had to search that image. She did such a good job. Gina, thank you so much um, for all the job you do. You rock. I'm very, very, um, yes, yes. Gina, really appreciate that. You know, she has her full-time job and she took time to do this. So thank you. Thank you for doing that. And to everybody who is here, I'm so impressed. Um, and we're going to talk about this, how, how this body is uh, eager to serve and has a heart for the community is just, is just amazing. Anyway, God's plan has always been that we be connected. God's plan is that we belong to his family. Now, to bring about that plan, he went through uh, different strategies over history. Um, in the beginning, God called Abraham and said, we, we go back on the clock here, talking about, you know, Bible stories. You might have heard the story of Abraham. He called Abraham and said, I want to bless everybody. I want to create a family that everybody will belong to, will be blessed uh, through this family. It will be my family. It will be my mouthpiece. It will be my messengers. It will be the people I use to communicate to the world that I want you to be in relationship with me. So he called Abraham and um, after him, the prophets and, uh, um, and because he had decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do and he gave him great pleasure. So imagine that. God wanted to adopt us into his family. And again, as, as he started uh, doing this in the past, 
on the next on the next slide we see that in the beginning he he called prophets he gave the law to Moses he called people to say he spoke many times and in many ways to our ancestors through the prophets so there was a few people that he called and said tell these people that I love them tell these people that I want to be in relationship with them now unfortunately uh, we're talking about in the Old Testament a lot of these prophets were persecuted were killed were not listened to sometimes the people of God said you know what uh, I'm not sure about those guys over there I just want to keep the blessing and I'm not sure that I want to reach out so they decided you know those Gentiles those foreigners yeah, I'm not sure about them let's just hoard the blessing and let's just keep it at that so that they were not very effective in fulfilling God's purpose for them so God said okay I'm gonna have to up the ante here a little bit and he did it big time because his next uh, step in this was he sent Jesus let's go to the next slide and then Jesus came into the very world he created but the world did not recognize him he came to his own people and even they rejected him but to all who believed him and accepted him he gave the right to become children of God so this is family talk right here he wanted to adopt you he wanted to adopt me into his family it's not just a group of friends he wanted to adopt us into his family that's why we call each other brothers and sisters this is just amazing he didn't need that but he loved us so much that he sent Jesus so that everyone who believed in him and accepted him he gave us the right to become part of his family but even Jesus was persecuted right and rejected by many and arrested and beaten and killed and not everybody yet had heard that message so it didn't stop there Jesus was killed but he rose again and after he rose again he appeared to his disciples his followers and said you know what I'm gonna go back to the father but I have a mission for you and you know this verse well go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you and surely I am with you to the very end of the age so remember God's plan is for everybody to belong to his family the prophets did the best they could they were not very effective Jesus did the most amazing job but he said you know what I want future generations I want people living in Iowa 2,000 years from now to hear this message and be part of my family so I'm giving it to you I'm, I'm calling you to be part of that mission I'm calling you to be part of that effort I want you to go and as you go into all the nations nations that don't even exist yet like the US or Brazil for that matter anything west of the <laughs> of, uh, 
of the Atlantic. Um, east? East of the Atlantic. Anyway, uh, uh, I want the nations that don't even know me yet to hear that I want them to be part of my family. And he empowered us. He called us. He said, the Holy Spirit will, will be there with you. And uh, I, will, um, I will make sure that you're not doing this alone. I will follow your message with my signs, with my demonstration of love and power. Because I want not only you, but those that come after you. Your neighbors, your friends, those weird people that live down the street. Especially those weird people that live down the street. Uh, or maybe we are the weird ones, I don't know. But he wants all of us to be part of his family. And he called you to be his representative. We see that uh, in, the next, in the next verse, he called us and gave us a ministry. He gave us a job, all right? Um, all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. So we are reconciled to him. And then God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. So it's not just a passive exercise. Okay, God, thank you so much for calling me, for loving me. I love to be part of your family. I love to go to Infuse Church and connect with my friends. This is amazing. But it doesn't, as amazing as that is, it doesn't stop there. He said, you know what? Now that you're part of the family, I want you to bring more people. You have a ministry. I have a ministry, which is to share the message so that other people can be reconciled with him. Uh, in fact, this is 2 Corinthians 5 18. Just a couple of verses after that, he says, We are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. How amazing is this? We speak for Christ when we plead, Come back to God. God has called you to represent him. Not only the people on staff, not only the people on the serve teams, each and all of us are called to be a representative. I was trying to think of a better word for representative. It seems like uh, I can think of sales. I can, uh, ambassador, it, it's quite a term. Imagine that we belong to a kingdom and we speak on behalf of that kingdom. We represent that kingdom wherever we are, when we are in foreign lands. So in this case, if you, are, you represent the kingdom, of God, the kingdom of God, you represent Christ himself when you are talking to people who are not yet part of his family. And say, you know what, there's nothing better that you being, than being part of God's family. God has designed us as people to be part of a nurturing a loving, a, 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 a family that will support us, a family that will guide us. Um, maybe you have such a family. I don't know your history. Unfortunately, it is almost the exception nowadays, right? That families are put together and not messy and, and, and they're loving and supporting. It's more and more common for families to be more of a place of turmoil than a place of, of nurturing and, and, and safety. But 
independently of your family history. Maybe you had a privilege of being adopted into such a family or had the privilege of maybe marrying into such a family. Independently of your history, God has called the church. God has called the Infused Church. God has called the church, capital C, the church all over the place to be that type of family. And the family, the, the church can most effectively, let's try that again. The church can most effectively, can we edit that out on the video or no? Does that, okay, sorry about that. All right, let's try that. The church can most effectively be used by God to impact our world by being a healthy, inclusive, nurturing family. You know, a philosopher said many years ago that sometimes you want to be where everybody knows your name. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you want to be, how does that go? Sometimes you want to be where everybody knows your name when they're always glad you came. When you come here to Life Church, you want to know that people know you. You want to be known. You want to be where you can see that the problems are what? Do, do you guys remember? The problems are all the same. You want to identify with people that say, you know what, it's so good to be here. How, you know, how was your weekend? You, you kind of relate. You can have that, that, uh, 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 that friendship, that intimacy, that, that kind of family relationship. Um, in fact, talking about you want to be where everybody knows your name. Uh, you guys are doing such a great job with this. Uh, I uh, know because I went to the driving movie. Two weeks ago, we watched the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Two, three weeks ago. Anyway, and uh, we had come to VBS, as I said before. And as I pull up, Simon was with a, with a little reflective uh, vest, kind of showing people where to park. You know, Simon, most of you know from, from Children's, Children's Church. And uh, as we pulled up, he said, oh, hi, Marco, right? I was like, huh, I'm impressed. You met me once, and, and you know my name. You know that Dale Carnegie, uh, you might have heard him from writing that book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Um, he said, people's names are the sweetest sounds that they can hear. You want to be where people know your name. I'm so glad that you, some of you use name tags because I'm such a visual visual person and that helps me a lot but it is important to uh, this is just one way to demonstrate that we care that we love that to meet that person that we love to have them in our in our midst so i made an effort and learned simon's name i thought that was just uh, that, that was just fair i made a, an association you know how that works they kind of try to associate the name with something so i i thought okay simon says Park right here. Okay, that, that, that was my, that, that, I will never forget it now. So uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad for that. So anyway, um, aren't you amazed that God gave you a calling, a ministry, to uh, be his ambassador, to represent him with how you live, but also with your words, with intentionality, um, and, 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 and 
and that he is going to use you as you speak to others on his behalf. So he gave you individually that ministry, and he gave us as a community the calling to be that family, the family that many don't get to experience in their natural lives, the family that maybe college students are missing from uh, thousands of miles away, college international students are missing from even farther than that, uh, people that are experiencing brokenness at home can come here and feel like they are home, feel like they belong. You guys are doing such an amazing job with that, and I commend you on that. That could be a picture of an infused church there on your, on your next event. Um, we have some fun events coming up. It is just fun to be in a place where we can feel that we belong, right? But let's uh, go to the next point, which is God also wants that we believe in his gift. It is super important that we belong. That is key. It is important that we can feel like we are amongst friends. But it doesn't stop there, right? Sunday morning is more than just about coming here, getting a sweet song set. Great job by the worship team, by the way. Thanks for, thanks for what you do here week in and week out. We came here early. They were here earlier, rehearsing and practicing and, you know, doing their best to, to serve as well. But it's more than that. It's more than come for the songs and for a TED talk afterwards and then going to lunch and then, you know, hanging out with friends. The best thing about being in church is to learn about Jesus and to learn about what he has given us and to learn about the fact that he came from God because he loved us so much and he saw that we were lost like sheep without a shepherd. And he left his comfort, to say mildly, of heaven and came to earth to live. Woohoo! I can see you now. Oh, there you go again. You guys still here, right? I can only see shadows. I trust you were there. I haven't lost everybody. Thanks, thanks for that confirmation. Anyway, um, he left heaven to come and seek after us. And he lived and he taught his disciples and those teachings because his disciples followed his, his mission that he, he had for them. He, this, his message reached us. And we learned that he taught the most amazing way to live, the most amazing to, way to be reconnected with God and to be reconnected with one another. In fact, they asked him, what is the gospel all about? What is the Bible? What is the law? What is, if you get the whole message of God and you boil it down to, what does it come down to? And he said, love God, love people. If you do those things, you don't have to memorize all the 611 commandments. And if you do those things, you're doing it right. We talked about loving people, being a family, being a community. And now we're learning that love God is the most amazing 
how can I even put this in words? It's the most amazing life calling that we can have to be in relationship with God himself. It, it blows my mind. It can, it, God wants to have a relationship with you. God wants to hang out with me. The mayor doesn't want to hang out with me unless it's election time. Uh, the, 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 the governor, the president, I will never get into uh, their presence, most likely. But God himself says, come, my child. I love you. I want to be in relationship with you. And I, I want this to last forever. I don't want this to just last the 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years that you have on this earth I want to be with you forever. And, but we don't have to wait until we die and go to heaven. We can have that right now. And if we're missing this, we're missing the most important part, you guys. We can be coming to church. We can be, you know, enjoying the donuts and the, not the donuts. We have uh, um, bagels here. Um, uh, enjoying the coffee, which is great. We love that. We're having football Sunday, coming here in pajamas and, and all that. By the way, the adults don't come in pajamas, right? Just the, just the kids. Well, Devin is saying, hey, you know, we're not going to stop you. Anyway, <laughs> sorry about that. No, let's not, let's leave it up to the kids. That's probably a good idea. We can have all the fun, but we cannot miss this, you guys. His gift is too good. It's not just about being family. It's not just about community. It's about hanging out with Jesus himself. That is the most amazing thing. And then they kind of all work together. Let's see, what do I have here? Uh, oh, the Bible reminds us that we should not just be listeners of God's word. We can come here, you know, be inspired. And, oh, that was a good, you know, I, I like the, the music, I like the talk, um, funny accent that guy had, it wasn't he, whatever. But we're not here to just listen to God's word. We must do what he says. Not because, ah, oh, you got to do what I say. No, it's because it's the best way to live. God is the designer and he knows what he was doing. And he wants you and I to have the best life. So, um, if we are not doing that, we're just fooling ourselves. We're just wasting time. There's another, another verse that says, No, these things are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. They, uh, Jesus said one time, I came so that you can have life, and life more abundantly. You may have a concept of what a good life is. And there's many things that we can think of, you know, maybe comforts and can go on vacation anytime. Or, you know, there's uh, health. There's so many things. But the most abundant life is despite the circumstances that we have a life with him. So let's be community. Let's be a family. Let's continue to do great at that. But let's not miss. And this is... Is this still good? Okay. Let's not miss the most important, which is to believe, which is to have that personal relationship with Jesus himself. All right? Sorry. I, 
moving too much here. There you go. All right. Um, how am I doing on time? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen the little cartoon that is showing up on Facebook uh, lately. Uh, there's a <clears throat> the pastor is preaching and a policeman walks up, and uh, uh, I, I'm part of some you know pastors groups and. I've been laughing at this this week. Policeman walks up and says, Hey, Pastor, I'm pulling over because you're trying to preach, preach a 45-minute sermon in a 25-minute zone. So I'm going to have to see your license and ordination. And uh, it, it is, I, I'm so guilty of that. So five more minutes. You guys with me? All right. Good deal. Because I want to tell you guys that uh, God's desire is for us to belong in his family Believing his gift and to become like Jesus. That is, and they all kind of work together as we belong to him and to his community. As we believe in him, as we dig into the word and learn about him and, 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 and are inspired by what he's teaching. Almost kind of a natural thing is... We become like Jesus. In fact, if we don't become like Jesus, it's going to be hard to be his representatives. It's going to be hard to, but as we hang with him, and I just want to be very practical on this. Um, how can we become like Jesus? Just let's go right to the bottom line here. Um, we have uh, another slide that says that, oh, was there some? Here we go. All right. This reminds me of my son. He loves to get a big back ride. But anyway, uh, it says here, God knew his people in advance. And he chose them to become like his son. So that his son, Jesus, would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. So Jesus um, is our big brother. And God is the Father. Jesus is our big brother. We have many brothers and sisters. He would be the first. And we would be like him. The Bible talks about, and I think Pastor Mark talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Mike. I keep saying Mark. Mike Carmoody. All right. I practiced this before service. I want to get it right. Um, on, the next, on, the next, on the next verse, it says, uh, Romans 12, 2 do not copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Remember, he talked about how thoughts lead to actions, that lead to habits, that lead to character, and that leads to destiny. I, I love that. He said, let God change you. Let God transform your mind, change the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So he calls us to be transformed, to become like him. So let's get to the brass tacks. How do, how do we do that? How do we become more like Jesus? Um, well, one way is just by hanging out with him. Walk with him. Learn from him. Remember in Matthew eleven twenty nine, uh, Matthew 28, he says, Come to me, all of you who are weary, who are tired and heavy laden. You know, uh, 
take my yoke upon you, which is lights. Anyway, the next verse, it says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. You guys know what a yoke is better than this city boy from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Um, remember the, 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 the for, for all of you all transplants over to Iowa, um, you know the, the, the ox cart, you have the yoke that goes from neck to neck, and you know the, the, the ox walk together as they pull the cart back in the day. You know, this is a little while ago, but basically, that exists so that those um, animals will walk together. Jesus is saying, walk with me. Just walk with me. Let's hang out. Learn from me. And that way, you will become more like me. I mean, hang out with Jesus. We kind of tend to turn, we kind of tend to look like our friends, right? Remember in high school? You, you can tell who a kid will kind of become depending on kind of how, the group that they hang out with. Uh, that group will have an influence on them and then they'll kind of become like them in certain way. If we hang with Jesus, I mean, it's no rocket science. We're going to become more like him. There's another verse that says, remain in me. Uh, that's the, 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 the idea of the vine remaining in the uh, what is the word that they say? The vine remain. Oh no, the branch remaining in the vine. Sorry. So, so you have the vine and the branches, and the branches can only bear fruits if they are together, if they are connected. Right. So stay connected with me. It says remaining me, I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit. You cannot represent me well. You cannot become like me. You cannot um, be fruitful in what you do for me, in, in sharing about me to others, unless we are hanging out with them. You cannot bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am divine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. And apart from me, you can do nothing. So... Remember, the most important thing is that we stay connected with Jesus. Anyway, um, so much more to say, but you guys probably want to do lunch today. So I'll just conclude and say that uh, God's plan for you and me is that we belong. That we be an amazing community, not for our own sake. I mean, you guys say it around here, right? I have it here somewhere. The community... We're community not for the sake of community itself, but we're community to bless the community out there. How does that go? I, I wrote it down. But um, anyway, basically, we are community not just for our own sake, but to be a blessing to the community around it. We are family so that more people can come and be adopted into God's family. We believe he wants us to know him and believe him and know all the amazing things he has in his heart for us. And in doing so, that we become uh, more like him and more effective in what he has called us to do. So that's uh, what I wanted to share with you guys today. I hope that that uh, will be uh, resonating with you. We're going to be hanging out after service. And if you have some questions, 
if you want to talk about it, if you want to uh, share your story, uh, I'd love to do that. In the meantime, I'm just going to pray as we close, and uh, we're going to have another um, song that the worship team is going to share with us, but would you pray with me? Um, God, it is just so amazing that you loved us so much that even though we were lost, even though we didn't deserve it, you wanted to adopt us into your family. You wanted to call us, you are my son. You are my daughter whom I love. And then just like in any family, as we grow in your presence, we become part of the family business and you give us responsibilities and you say, you know what? I want more people still to become my daughters and my sons. Let's work together on this. You have a circle of influence. I want to use you. I want to empower you. I want to speak to them through you. And you called us to be your representatives. You called this church to be your representative to this community. You called this church, Infused Church, to be a blessing to the Tiffin area, to the cities around it, to Haiti, to places around the world where you were moving, God. And we thank you for that and we bless the work that you're doing in here and through this body, God. And um, you called us to believe in you and you called us to become like you, God. I could speak at how that is a process. And sometimes we fall short. But God, you were there to forgive us. You were there to pick us up. And you were there to say, that's okay. Here, let's, 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 let's forget about that. Let's, oh, I forgive you. I, I, I'll, I'll empower you. And you will see. It, it'll be better next time. God, you have an amazing plan for us. And we love you. And we love that you love us. And we love that we are part of that plan. Um, Thank you, Jesus. That is the least we can say. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name.